Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Every week, hanging out with you from the East Valley Institute of Technology. One of the premier automotive. Well, there's a ton of trade skills happening. If you don't know, the premier high school in the country right here. East Valley Institute of Technology. Wrench Nation, hanging with you people. And we'd like to thank you on the weekend, our KFNX listeners. You rock. And, of course, our 90.7 Neon. Every Saturday you can catch the show, our weekend airplays, and, of course, the podcast. And get on to WrenchNation.tv. Always, always grateful that you can hang out with us, taking you on an automotive journey every week, Wrench Nation. Now, you know we couldn't do this without our lovely co-host, my favorite keeps me company in life, and of course, right here on the Wrench Nation show, Susie Sockets, welcome to the show, girl. Frankie, Frankie, you know what? (laughs) This is my favorite time of life. Well, right I tell you, people, the people, I don't know. I don't know if the people believe that, but I'll tell you what, if you're new to the show, we will not sway away from one factor. Now, this is a car talk show. We talk cars, trucks, tips, things like that. But in life, absolutely, we would hope that you listening and you've you've kind of you've reached out, whether it was on our Wrench Nation Facebook or social media, Instagram over there. Yeah, this is our therapy. And Susie, thank you for that. You're welcome, Frank. Big shout-outs to uh, Parts Authority, uh, locations across the country. They are a key supporter. They are a huge, huge uh, supporter of the show from almost inception. And you guys know we couldn't do this show without all the little nuts and bolts in the background. So Parts Authority, they sell you those parts, man. You've got OE lineup of parts, uh, mainly uh, the professional group out there of uh, mechanics and technicians that are working on cars. But also if you're uh, working on the weekend, you can find locations across the country and bolt-on technology. We've had bolt-on in the garage close to six years. And those are the digital inspections. So you can actually get Instead of chicken scratch, I know a lot of you go into a garage and they give you a little write up and you're like, damn, not only did I not understand what they just said, but I can't even read the hieroglyphics. So bolt on technology allows a mechanic to actually send you an organized text message with pictures and it's just organized. I think folks need the prioritization because the worst thing you can have is you go into a garage and they're telling you the sky's falling and you need thousands of dollars. And so Bolt-On Technology, big shout out. Thanks for being great supporters of the show. Susie, what's shaking in your life, girl? Well, you know, in the garage today was uh, was interesting. We actually had a few cars come in for steering wheel vibration. So just kind of a wobble? Yeah, wobble. just a wobble. So you know what? All three of them turned out to be a balance, a tire issue. I got to say, that's common. Yeah, but that's I've never common. had three in one day. It's the way it goes. Well, I mean, we. I remember... Uh, I don't know if this was two or three months ago where we had like two Daiwus in for the same repair or something. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. Have it's you? A, it is a black moon though today. Black? Tonight. Yeah. Whoa. Look it up. Black moon. I sounds, don't know what that means. I just know it's going to be a black moon. That sounds dangerous. Ooh. Black moon. What's the difference between? Yeah. It, I think we like, need to look it up. Huh? If we're going to talk about it, maybe we should look it up. Astrologically Astrolog- speaking, do you think people are freaking out tonight? It's not physically black, though, I don't think. It's a it? dark. It's like dark? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what's dark is we've got uh, monsoon season right here oh, in the yeah. valley. Um, a lot of you that are listening from, you know, the show is broadcasted on the podcast, and we appreciate that, uh, that you guys hang with us. But you may not have all that monsoon drama that we have here in the desert. But let me tell you, it wreaks havoc on vehicles. So I wanted to give you guys some quick tips on what you can do. Number one, this is a big factor because we're seeing these cars come in the garage, not right away after monsoons have hit, but usually months later. And that is a phantom electrical problem. How many of you have experienced this where after the rains, the heavy onslaught of rains, all of a sudden that horn goes off on its own. You're like, wait a minute, I didn't <laughs> shut up. I didn't let you or you know, blinkers uh, or wipers just start to phantom. You're driving and the wipers go off. A lot of that is attributed to water intrusion, people. So I'm gonna give you a tip. I want you to check all of your rubber molding. 
all of your rubber molding that surrounds the cab, the doors, the windshield, even your hood, all of that rubber. Because what will happen is that water will seep in, gets into an electronic control module that operates, and those suckers got to be dry. So I want you to just be aware of that because some of this stuff can get expensive later down on the road, and, you know, that saves you the grief. So hopefully we don't see you guys in the garage for that. And there's no tricks you can do, like if a cell phone gets wet, you dip it in white rice. I don't know. Do you know I, that? I, I, yeah. I mean, I just, I, I get a blow dryer <laughs> and I start, I put it in the oven. Start dabbing it with. But yeah, no, I heard, I heard about that. Yeah. The phone you can actually put in white rice. But there's nothing you can do for the car. You can't dip a car in. No, you rice. can't. That'd imagine be a lot of rice. That. Imagine that. I mean, I mean, you go back to some of the flood, big floods down like in New Orleans and so on. What was the name of that? storm uh katrina katrina yeah down in well and that's another thing i want to tell you guys be careful of that too because a lot of these and i'm not saying we have a lot of cars in arizona that go through these monsoons and floods that are damaged but they're totaled and then they're reselled on craig's i want to find craig i always told you that. i want to look for this guy <laughs> Who is craig. This craig craigslist they get on a craigslist and they resell these cars being of tips yes what would you do if you had an electric car and it just stopped running i'd be well, I'm a mechanic. I should know this answer. <laughs> well, if it just stopped in flight, like yeah, like at, it just stopped. So if my wife was driving. Yeah. Her, let's say Ford Fusion, like full on electric, full like a on Tesla. electric. Yeah, Tesla. Let's, let's. Well, for what? I tell you what, all that money I paid for Tesla, you better not be stalling. <laughs> but, well, there's you, an update. I would actually, I'd get my phone, and my phone would fix but, my car. There's an update. But let's say, let's. <laughs> would you call a tow truck? Would you call a friend? Or would uh, you would you resort to your phone and get an update? I'd call you, Susan. Oh, thanks, Frank. What if it was just out of electricity? Oh, yeah. Well, we never hear about that. Oh, yes, we have. Oh, do we? So check this out. <laughs> Tell us what you got. So this guy in Florida wakes up. His gardener wakes him up. He says, uh, can you get this uh, car off your lawn so I can uh, do, my, do my job? Mueve tu carro, por favor. says, I don't have a car on the lawn. He says, no, no, come here. Oh. A Tesla was parked in this guy's lawn for 12 hours. The guy ran out of electricity and he plugged it into his exterior outlet of so this residential home. Wait a minute. This thing, <laughs> so this this Tesla just comes rolling up on the lawn. He barely didn't get in the driveway. Yeah. Parked it uh, in the guy's uh, front yard. Just to make sure that I'm understanding this right. Somebody went to a stranger's house. Well, no, that was his house. Car. No, it was a stranger's house. That's what I said. No. Somebody went to a stranger's you got house it, Bree. and stole their electricity so they could plug in their Tesla. Yes. Man, you better pay that man $10 or whatever it costs. Wait a minute. That, to me, that doesn't sound like Tesla <laughs> etiquette. Most Tesla owners. Owners, that's true. They have maps. They know that if they know their <laughs> destination. Twitter is outraged right now. Oh, yeah. What would Shining I do? If I saw somebody pulling up. And I had to wake up. Well, the landscaper woke landscaper me up. woke him up. Hey, get your car off the lawn so I and can do my Tesla. job. And here's Tesla. Now, in my house, I would say, "Oh, my my wife did she buy me a Tesla because she does that kind <laughs> of stuff." But that's hilarious. So, well, why not pull up to a stranger's house and I need your juice? Yeah, I don't, I don't need your permission. Yeah. So yeah, the cop, like, if you asked, it's not a big deal. But if you just do no, it, I think if you rude. asked, it would be maybe. It'd how many? Be, uh, you it'd be odd. How many of you would? would allow a stranger. Yeah, that's a good question. How you're many? at home, you're having dinner, mm-hmm. and you put your little pajamas on, you get ready for the evening. And how many of you would just randomly, with a knock on the door, let's say the Tesla etiquette was there. Uh, excuse me, I have my Model S. I just ran out of juice. Yep. I came rolling up on your lawn. <laughs> May I borrow two electrici- electricity? Now, what would you say? Now, I would be, I would, well. Me? I would say yes. My wife, she said, come on in. Let's have yeah, dinner. Yeah, let's eat. <laughs> let's eat. <laughs> you must be hungry. Come yeah. in here. That's what I, I would do. Know. That is crazy. I And I think It'd the media. It'd be like in the, in, the, in the frontier days when you, you know, you'd, you'd ride up on the cabin in your horse or, you know, on your horse. We should be friendly. We, yeah. Share that electricity. People don't, don't hog your electricity. That's right. Now, this uh, Model S or any Tesla has a pretty powerful app. That will actually map out so you can plan. In fact, my my nephew, he's coming in from Seattle. He's going to be coming to Arizona. Yep. And I said, "Hey, you need anything? Do you need a, you know? Do you need help? You need a car, a rental car?" I said, "No, no, no. My Tesla. It will it will take me where I got to go, and it'll the app. It'll he tell has a me Tesla. He has a Tesla. Neat. Yeah. Maybe we'll make fun of him when he comes home. <laughs> <laughs> I think that more more importantly, what I think interesting about that is you don't hear about this." on a grand scale from the media. No. 
I mean, because the Tesla's squared away. That's a Tesla. Yeah, we got juice all the time because we know where we're going, but that seems odd. Well, I'll tell you what's not odd. Uh, we are honored. Uh, you know, we always try to bring on some uh, amazing guests, and I invite you to please, when you can, get on a wrenchnation.tv. Uh, or catch the podcast because you guys may be dipping in and out of the show. This uh, show, we are going to cover something that I think is absolutely phenomenal. A good point of our show is the good works of the automotive industry and the community. And we have the drag program. Before you raise your ears and say, what are we talking about drag? How about drag racing against gangs and graffiti? Now, quite frankly, it's not literally drag racing, but Police communities across the country are getting together and they listen, it's a tough job. There's a lot of there's a lot of wayward youth out there, Susie. That is, yeah. Sure. A lot of gangbangers. Yep. And you get lost up. Well, this program actually works together by bringing uh well, the city of Oxnard actually started the program, then it came here to the uh, city uh, of Phoenix. And we got a surprise announcement. There's another city, and I think we got Las Vegas. But we have uh, Sergeant Woodruff coming on. Uh, he's going to be calling in from uh, Oxnard. And we have in studio Officer Tyrink that runs this program. This program that is actually bringing a positive influence to these kids to stay out of trouble. And bringing them from the gang into the garage, people. How about nice. that? How about that right here in Wrench Nation? You guys stay tuned. Next. Bolt-On Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time. The quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, get on to partsauthority.com. Check locations nationally near you, partsauthority.com. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. You can get on to wrenchnation.tv or your favorite podcast player. We do welcome that and always appreciate you guys hanging. Listen, police departments are stretched thin across the board, Susie, throughout communities. I I don't think there's ever been a story that says... Well, police we departments. Have too many. We have too many. We, we got we got too much. We got too much money. We're, we we don't know what to do with it, and that is a serious factor. And 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 currently, we hear about some of these headline news uh, that seems to attract all of that negative. Wrench Nation is not about the negative. There is positive change happening within the police community. And in this case, we're talking about drag racing against gangs and graffiti. We are honored to have uh, Sergeant. Woodruff out of the Oxnard uh, Police Department and, of course, Officer Tierink, who's going to be in studio. Thank you, Officer Tierink. You're hanging with us in studio. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you having me here. It's, it's, I've been here once before. And it's a yeah. blast to be back. So yeah, let's uh, bring on uh, Sarge. Sarge, are you with us? Yes, I'm with you. There he is. Thank you. Thank you, brother, for hanging uh, patiently. And let's start off and clear the air uh, for our listeners. What is drag? Drag. Well, drag is an after-school automotive program. Drag racing against gangs and graffiti. So it's it's getting law enforcement uh, students that are maybe looking to, to do bad things in, in in the community, turning their ways with the automotive industry and getting them into careers. And there's formality behind it. It's it's. I know a lot of times you could be on a call and. You know, it's tough. Uh, Officer Tarek, it's tough. You kind of have a, you develop a personal, you see the same gangbangers on the street. Mm -hmm. You develop a personal relationship, if you will. You want to save them from that. And drag allows you to have a formality, a formal program for that. Going back to what you were talking about initially, the the staffing uh, for a police department is always an issue. We we don't get to spend as much time dealing with uh, the individuals that we do see on calls as we would like. We would love to be able to spend 
half an hour dealing with a family that needs something. But the realities of the job are uh, there's somebody else who needs us. And and sta- so staffing issues dictate that we don't get to spend as much time as we'd like to. What this program has allowed us to do is really take uh, a, a focused effort and just just spend some time with these with these young men and women. And the automotive industry has been an absolutely brilliant tool for yeah. us to have an opportunity to do that. Yeah. Uh, Sergeant Woodruff, tell us about, I think it's really important because these programs can't exist uh, solely uh, within uh, the municipalities and city budgets and so on. Talk to us about the amazing support that you've had from the automotive community. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, definitely amazing. I know we started out with this. We didn't, we were, we're police officers, so we didn't know exactly what we were doing. We just kind of had an idea and a, and a vision. And we started going after it thinking, you know, who's, who's really going to want to be behind us? And once we stepped into the automotive industry, it was pretty much open arms. I mean, we have gotten all kinds of different opportunities, different directions, you know, racetracks, uh, company sponsorships, uh, being allowed to go to other people's events and set up just to be able to push our message or sell some products that we could use as donations for the program. So, it's been tremendous as far as the, the help that we've gotten. Yeah, and why not? Because we're talking, I, I think the statistic is somewhere around 700,000 gangbangers across the country. And I realize we're not, we're not going to turn that off overnight. But again, when we go back to some of the news, Susie, that we hear, and I get it, news is driven by negativity. I mean, the, I, people want to hear stuff. But here's a program, Susie, Carving Out Change. Yeah, it's an excellent program. I mean, I think if you're listening right now, you may see some blight. You see the you see the graffiti, and you're not you're not left alone. You can't say, "Well, that's not in my neighborhood." <laughs> it's moved on into yeah. neighborhoods. Officer Terrence, you you've seen this where uh, some of this it's 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 like a cancer, and the community does kind of get numb and and just you get numb to it. The problem is that it, it, it reflects negatively on the entire city. And that's something that we we really want to take that energy because, let's be honest, whether we like it or not, there is some energy behind graffiti. People are going out of their way. There's some artistic elements to it. Um, the the gangs, they're, they're looking for something, man. They're, 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 they're digging to try to find love and find acceptance and appreciation. Let's and, talk about that deeper, man. You're, yeah. Because yeah, 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 I, yeah. I grew up, I grew up in a community. Uh, technically I would have been a statistic, right? I didn't, my father wasn't in the house. I was raised by a single mother and uh, I could have went a different way. Right. So the root element of this, are you, without getting too deep into this, cause I don't want to get sidetracked on the topic of all the positive influences uh, that the drag program is having. What is a common denominator that you're seeing with a gangbanger household? What are they missing? You know what? I would love to say it's one thing, but the reality is it's it's usually a confluence of stuff. It's it's four or five different factors, and, and it varies from one kid to another. Some kids have, uh, they grow up with everything. They grow up with a stable household, good family structure, plenty of money. And some kids we see a more traditional um you know, parents are, are into, are into criminal life or, you know, we've, we've talked in the past about kind of that, the, the older generation of criminals and how much they, they really, we've gotten so much support from guys who've been in that life. And I wanted to forever. ask you about that. Some yeah. of the old G's, if you will, right. uh, was one of the questions yeah. I purposely wanted to write out. They've seen that life and there's, they're probably one of the best influencers for change. Absolutely. Are you finding the old gangbangers on board? Well, yeah, and, and a lot of them have given up that life and uh, have stepped into the automotive, whether it's painting or, or building lowriders or car customization in general. And so some of our biggest supporters, and Sergeant Woodruff can, can, can speak to this as far as what they see in Oxnard, but in Phoenix, some of our biggest supporters are people who grew up um, in, in, you know, to, to kind of bring a bow and bring it back around in, in one of those families that just didn't, didn't have the structure to keep them out of the, out of the gang life. And now they're on the other side of it. They're staring down these young people and they're saying, Hey, this program is the thing that I didn't have when I was your age. All right, Sergeant Woodruff, I want you to tell the folks right now, uh, before some folks have to dip out, where can they, I'm a mom, I'm a dad. I've got some situations in my household. Where can I find out about getting my youngster enrolled? Where can I find that out from? Well, with 
the, the drag program. Uh, we finally got up about six months ago. Go to our website, dragteam.org, D-R-A-G-G team.org, and you can click and you can actually in- enroll uh, your child. Now, the problem we're having right now is we haven't reached, you know, we don't have as many locations. So I know just recently we had a student that wanted to enroll from Brooklyn, New York. Um, wow. So, you know, we're in the Phoenix, we're in the Oxnard, now we're moving to L.A., well, we're going to talk about that L.A. Yeah, we're going to talk about yeah. that L.A. transition, which I think is huge. I mean, obviously, L.A. has a contingency of various gangs and uh, such a huge concentration. We're going to talk more about that. Again, if you're listening right now, get on a drag team dot org. Uh, you know, the, the program is limited, but I will tell you, you're not going to be left with a no about how you can overcome a situation with uh, your youngster. And, and Officer Tarek, let's talk about that. Uh, the departments are are really, if, if a parent wants help, the help is there. Well, that, that, that's what we're going to tell you is we've had, we've had people reach out from, uh, we had an individual reach out from in Chandler and we're not in the East Valley. We're right now we're in Phoenix uh, on the West side in Maryville. There's an expansion that's happening. We're going to be really excited to, to talk about that in the South Phoenix. That's, that's our goal for, for this coming school year. Um, but we've had somebody reach out to us on the on the east side of the valley here in Phoenix, and uh, what we tell them is, if you need something, we'll connect you with the resources. It's we're, you're absolutely right. It's not going to be a no. We're not going to just say, hey, we don't have anything in your in your area. And our plan is, we want this as many places as it can be in the country. That's that's our goal because yeah. we see that it works, and we see that you know there is that need all over the place. Yeah, dragteam.org. I invite you to get on that website. Uh, Officer Tarek, tell us about this wicked-looking Mustang. Uh, looks like you've got Jet Hot, Vortec, X-Force, Federal Signal. Is that right? Yeah. You've got yep, some support. Signal, yeah. Tell us about that Mustang. Um, so I'm a, I'm a youngster. I just got in. I'm off the street. I'm excited. I'm My life's going to change dramatically. What are you doing to me with this program in the garage? The best part about the program and the most fun the thing for me that's the most rewarding is we actually get these kids to dig in and they get to work on these vehicles. Uh, last year we had, uh, Woody, you're going to have to have to correct me. I think we had five or six cars at SEMA that were drag vehicles. Um, yeah, five. Yeah, five cars at SEMA that were drag cars. And the cool part is those those modifications that that was done for those that was that were done on those vehicles for that show, the kids did it. So you got you have young people who have absolutely no background in automotive. Now, Don't, when you say modifications, tell us about what what kind of and 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 Sergeant Woodruff, you you can uh, certainly chime in. Sar, Sarge, what are they doing for modifications uh, that gets them excited? Adding turbos, what are they doing? Yeah, we're we're we're, we're reaching out to sponsors and different uh, leaders in the automotive industry and using the parts they want to kind of showcase. They want to see out there. They want to see them on these cool cars. We take them in, and then we end up having the kids help us put them on the vehicles. Uh, there are times there's, there's some very complicated ones, and I know like uh, uh, Matt out there had a had a pretty complicated uh, issue with the the motor part of it, uh, adding on uh, I believe a supercharger. Yeah. Um, yep. So it gets it gets a little tough sometimes. Uh, but what we're trying to do is just get them exposed that you can have a cool car, you can have cool parts on your car. But you're gonna once you have this high performance vehicle, you're gonna be re- very responsible with it, and we teach them all phases of that. Yeah, Officer Tarrant, you, you probably see these kids light up, man. Yeah, it's 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 incredible. I, they just the cool part is they don't have any experience. They don't know they don't they don't really know what they're what they're doing, and they don't know how cool it is till they get really deep in the middle of it, and then they start realizing. I've been watching these shows on 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 whatever automotive channels, and these guys are building cars to go to SEMA. Now I'm doing that. I got I built a car, and so we'll send them pictures and videos. And our goal is for this coming year to to logistically figure out how to get some kids from our schools to the show in SEMA. That there's some challenges, you know, with with just getting young people to Las Vegas from the schools. But but just to watch their face when they realize that I I did that. That's cool. that was me. I did that. Yeah. If you're just joining, uh, we've talking with the uh, city of uh, Phoenix police officer. Uh, Officer Matt Tarrant, who's uh, running the drag program, and of course, uh, 
Sergeant Woodruff out of Oxnard, California, drags an innovative after-school program uh, throughout city of Oxnard here in uh, Phoenix as well as Las Vegas. I want you guys to stay tuned because we're going to come back and talk about the expansion side of drag. They are going to be headed to the city of Los Angeles. Uh, We've got a lot of questions for that, as well as who in the automotive industry is involved from just average automotive garage owners to some high influence celebrity types that are champions in uh, the motorsports uh, industry. So stay tuned. Ranch Nation next. Lee Weatherby's Accurate Automotive is a local family-owned award-winning auto repair shop in Mesa serving Arizona drivers since 1992. ASE certified technicians, modern repair facility, and digital reports on every service. In Mesa on Robson Road, just south of Broadway, between Country Club and Center. 480-890-0409, AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com, or Accurate Automotive AZ on Facebook. hanging out with us uh, every week right here from the East Valley Institute of Technology. We are talking about, uh, I don't want to call it an epidemic, but most of you in communities can understand the graffiti that you see. I guess some of it could be artwork, but most of it is really gang tagging in these neighborhoods. They want to they wanna get in and we own this territory. And it's threatening to the community and it's a problem. And so we can pretty much, I spoke earlier, Susie, you know, as just folks in the community, we drive by it, we see it, we right. get numb to it. Right. But we don't realize that there is a serious message behind a lot of this graffiti. Officer Tyrink with the city of Phoenix Police Department with the Drag Racing Against Gangs Graffiti uh, Unit, you see this often and you're out on the streets trying to make a positive change through this program. Uh, tell us about some of the success stories, if I can ask. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the most fun to talk about, actually, is the success stories. Well, kind of what we identified uh, pretty early on with this program is that the idea of converting people who are current gang members is a pretty big challenge, mostly because they've disconnected themselves from schools. And so there we really don't have... It's it's tough to, for us to even reach them to find them to reach them because so, you're odd you're odd man out you're 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 well, not part of that culture right and, and you it's tough to get in there so what what we've kind of the goal of the program and what it's what it's turned into is identifying these students before they lose touch with school and giving them an option other than going down that path going down the the gangs and graffiti path uh, so so the successes that we've seen are. People who have been kind of on the fringes of losing touch with the educational system in high school, 15, 16-year-old, 17-year-old students, and, and we've been able to draw them in and, and really keep them plugged into the school with this program. We, we understand the program isn't going to solve all the problems. they got to be in school. There yeah. has to be that. That's, yeah. that, right. that really, for us, the thing that, and this is, this is data-driven, when a student loses touch with school, the chances of them being a productive member of society plummet. Wow. It just, it's, and it's, there's a huge correlation between that. So what we, what we've focused on and, and uh, Woody can, can speak to how it started and kind of the transition to where we are now. What what we focus on is just keeping them plugged in, man. They got it. They got to give, give them a reason to show up to school and working on these cars and doing these modifications is that thing. Yeah. Sergeant Woodruff uh, out of Oxnard uh, police department. uh, Do you find that you are making those evening phone calls, those early morning phone calls to keep these youngsters in line. I imagine that you do a lot of that after hour stuff to keep them showing up to what is they've got to be in school or else they fade away. Do you find that? Uh, definitely. I mean, we, we, we keep track with uh, kids as far as we'll get a, a contact from an officer and say, hey, I stopped this kid. He's, got a, he's, he's, got, he's on the wrong path. Uh, can you guys do something with him? We'll make those calls, you know, we'll get those resources to them. But like we've kind of said a couple of times in the show, it's as soon as they walk in, they see the shop, their eyes light up, they see projects, they can go wrench on an engine. Those are the things that we see them just flourish with as opposed to being in that traditional sit in the room, listen to a, a presentation, take a test behind it. They're just not, you know, these kids that we're going after, they're not ready for that. They want to be in a shop. They want to be learning. And once you get them in that environment, they thrive. Yeah. So it's exciting. There's always a need, if you're listening, uh, get on a dragteam.org. Uh, many of my automotive shop owners, mechanics, technicians nationally that come hang with the show, don't you think for a minute that you can't make change? And 
I ask you, Sergeant, if an automotive garage were interested in helping out, how would you direct them and what what would they help out with? What's the dynamic there? Well, we're definitely we're, we're getting to that point. You know, we were very small. We had 20 kids in our first couple classes. Now that we have with Phoenix, I mean, I think Matt and then they've put in over a couple hundred kids through their oh. program. Wow. We're to that point now. Uh, in total, I think we're over 700 kids in the entire program itself. We're to that point where now we have kids that when the shop owners do come to us, we can start going back to. At our shop, we have kids all the way up to almost 22 now uh, coming back and just seeing what we're doing, how things are going. Uh, we can give them a call, a text. Uh, we have a big project coming up. Where we're actually going to bring five of our alumni back. And I was going to ask you, do you five. get you get some of the graduates that come back? Because uh, that's got to be a great peer influence. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. And then they are so proud to come back to show off the new job they're in. Uh, we had one student come back just recently. He's a, he's a diesel mechanic now. So he brought his big old diesel mechanic truck <laughs> that he goes on service calls with Cute. and got to take a picture in front of the shop. So, yeah, that's so what it's about. The, uh, yeah. So the expansion, um, I understand there's some excitement. Tell us about the expansion to uh, L.A., to Los Angeles. Yeah, that's so that's we're working on that right now as far as the, uh, the logistics, I guess, if you can say it. Um, we've just, we have a couple officers that are involved. They're getting everything, all the approvals finished and, and done with. But just the uh, touch of information to a couple of schools, I think he's already got like 10 or 20 kids already signed up for a class we don't even have yet. So it's, it's, it's something that's going to be a needed resource in the L.A. area. I yeah. think the figure was 150 high schools, and they only have six shops. Yeah, that's what I understand. That, I mean, that we we all know the the skills programs have been cut and chopped at the knees, and 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 boy, that's a whole nother conversation. But um, we're hoping that that program for you guys, uh, little by little, methodically, step by step, takes off. Officer Turing, I want to flip the coin a little bit on the receiving end. You have a student that goes through the program. They're pretty excited. Tell us about the support of the business community, uh, the, the community that is hiring these kids. Tell us about that. Well, that, that also, I keep saying that this is the best part of the program, and every time we bring something up, it's the best part of the program because the whole program is <laughs> like that. But it, Wait a minute. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm saying we change it. You, you guys, you, just can you, can, you, can you just put best drag yeah that's what yeah saying. absolutely no best part yeah and it's the best part of the program this this seriously though the other ones i was kidding this one is the best part no. <laughs> but we've had so it just last year the end of last year we one of the last trips we took with our students and and getting them out to see different businesses is a big part of it we went to one of the biggest uh one of the biggest dealerships around right in right in the glendale area and we we, we walked through the entire facility with their the guy who does all the hiring for them and he got to meet all the students and, and offered them the opportunity to, you know, that you come in as a lube tech. But that's just the reality of the business is you have to start learning it's somewhere. It's a skill. It's yeah. a skill wow. set that it's yeah. still a, it's still a trade. You can't – it's not like an x-ray tech. I mean, even x-ray techs still need their to get seasoned. Right. But it's three to five years. It's still kind right. of that skill set yep. that needs to be acquired. Um, and, and this is really awesome to hear about dealerships and stuff. So I've got to ask you, Sarge, Sergeant – you you um are you seeing an attraction factor more to motorsports than the traditional retail uh with a lot of youngsters they want to get into more of the high performance uh industry side of things uh yeah i mean they, they i mean i've seen kids all the way from you know wanting the high performance side to i mean it surprised me a student told me he wanted to own a shop he's like 16 years old i was like oh okay that's that's well, you let me tell you something. You have him call me, and I, I say this yeah. openly. No, no, I'm serious. He's 16, yeah, I will. but there's there's several things he needs to know before he. Gets, yeah. And I'm yeah. more, you know, we we spend a lot of time in the industry uh, sharing. I mean, together we're all stronger. Um, tell us about your partnership with Vaughn Gittin. Uh He's been amazing uh, with the drag program. Tell us about that partnership. Yeah, that's that's been exciting. Um, we move on for a few years, uh, SEMA shows, going out, watching them drift, watching them on the Formula Drift scene. Uh, and last year, we got to work with him and his RTR team, which is his new uh, Mustang brand. And we kind of put together an idea, and luckily everything fell into place, and we came out with our 2018 Ford Mustang RTR Spec 2 edition uh, that has the Vortex Supercharger on it. 
awesome car. We debuted it last year at SEMA. Uh, Vaughn got to jump out there and be a police officer, and he went in hot pursuit throughout the track out there at SEMA. <laughs> he was sliding around, and Vaughn was chasing you down. <laughs> That's so funny. I could see that. So it's, yeah. been, it's been great. I mean, he loves the program. Uh, we're working more and more together with some other ideas about some other content, other builds. Uh, but it's great to have the kids, again, they come to us, we're, we're police officers, we're a mentor at that level. But then to be able to say, hey, by the way, you know, we're connected with Von Gittin. He's, you know, one of the top Formula Drift guys. Uh, that, I mean, there. that's an attraction factor, and it's great right. that, that you have that. And I do invite you, if you're listening uh, live here or on some of the replays or podcasts, if you want to support the program, you can actually get on to dragteam.org forward slash supporters. Um, they are looking for sponsorships. They are looking for, well, volunteer your time. That's a big aspect. And I imagine, Officer Tarek, you, you have folks that have heard about the program in the community. Funds are tight, but they're, they're going to come down and help out. Yeah. We, one of the biggest things that we get... You to, forgot to say best. This is the best. <laughs> literally, literally, Frank, this is the best part of the program. <laughs> we, had, we had a gentleman who was a, who was a big supporter of our program in a really big way. And for him, it wasn't about the money. He got to, he got to go and meet these young people and... He, he's a guy who's been very blessed financially in his life. Um, and so he has some really, really cool cars. And he said the biggest kick he got out of it was bringing his cars down and watching the, their faces light up. They got, he, and he was, he was great. He would let them sit in the cars. He would let them, you know, rev the engine and things like that. But just, just the interaction with the students and he would, he'd come four or five times. And by the end, they were calling him by his first name. And this is a guy who's probably in his, he's going to kill me if he hears this in his mid to late fifties. Maybe. Yeah, and see, a, lot, sure. of, a yeah. lot of a lot of us would believe, and I've always said this, this is the, the cool thing about car culture across the board, and we've had many, many guests on the show, that one of the questions or one of the reports or you hear about it in the news, well, car culture is going away. Everything is going to be robotic, autonomous. And I, I call that as hashtag fake news. Mm -hmm. When you can connect demographics, where else can Absolutely. you connect the demo you have this beautiful ride, and there is this association that will never go away. Sergeant, can I just call you Woody? Because I feel like I'm you part of the department. You have to call him Woody. I, I didn't Woody. even know he had a real name until <laughs> today. I, was, I always thought of it was course, Woody. Of course. So, Woody, Woody, in, in terms of volunteering and, and sort of uh, business community getting on board, you guys have a pretty important event coming up. Uh, in September. Let's talk about how folks can help out with that and the success behind uh, the, let me just get it on here, Road to a Brighter Future Gala is what you guys got going on, yeah? Yes, this is our uh, second annual. So we, we had our first one last year. We kind of, you know, learned a lot from it. Uh, it was very successful, great evening. Uh, so this year we decided let's turn it up and do it even bigger and better. So uh, we got a, a really great location in Camarillo at the Camarillo Airport. And That's a beautiful area of the country, Camarillo. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's really beautiful. We open the doors. It's, it's going to be in one of the jet hangars. And you open the doors, you get to see the sunset. And we have a really uh, great evening with some of the best people there. Um, we just recently contacted or um, spoke with uh, Nancy Cartwright, who's the voice of Bart Simpson. So she might be making a... That's cool. I thought I recognized that name. No, yeah. yeah. I, I, yes. would, I would yes. go just to... Just get, to, yeah. To meet, shake the hand of the voice behind Bart. That's <laughs> yeah. so cool. I do want to honor uh, friends. Uh, I'm on the website. And of course, you can get on the website, too. Again, I remind you, dragteam.org. But we do want to give uh, shout-outs to friends of this upcoming gala, Big Brand Tire and Service. You've got... The support of Napa Auto Parts out of Camarillo Oxnard, Act Finance, uh, Alert Management. It, it Look, it takes money to put these things on, and, and, and you can't just show up with some old uh, 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 table covers and a couple wooden broken seats. you got to have some flair. You guys are going to have some music and entertainment out there, too, yeah? Yep. We're going to have uh, uh, one of the uh, DJs that we all grew up with, which is really cool, and he's, he's famous in the L.A. area, so he's going to come out. Wow. Uh, play music for us at the, uh, during the evening. We're going to have great food, drinks, uh, great atmosphere. We're going to have some cool cars set up. Uh, it's just going to be a great night. We're actually going to have the uh, the Night Rider, uh, one of the vehicles on the actual That show. was my favorite. The little little light in the yeah. front. Yes. I yes. love that. And and, and uh, I forget the actor, but 
They, I guess he was David Hasselhoff. Right? Oh, how can David I forget? Yeah. How can I forget Hasselhoff? Yeah. He's still out there. He's like, he what is. is he, like 80? He's still doing his he's thing. He's doing it, though. He's, he's doing, doing it. it. Yeah, yeah you know. he's doing it. Uh, we're going to bring you guys back uh, for the fourth segment, and I want to dive in a little deeper uh, to the program uh, about how folks can help out. Uh, you guys stay tuned. Ranch Nation. Hey, Gilbert friends. When we talk about car repair, car care, getting all of your stuff done on your car, excellence, integrity, workmanship, those are large words. Well, I got to tell you, a little place on Cooper and Warner in Gilbert, the car shop. You've got to meet Chris Baldrin, the car shop. He is absolutely on top of his game. He's a certified technician, has a certified set of mechanics working for you day in and day out there at the car shop. So if you're out in Gilbert, Warner and Cooper, you've got to visit Chris Baldrin at the car shop friendly, knowledgeable, eager to take care of you with no funny business. So reach out to the car shop, 480-855-8000, 480-855-8000. The car shop, Warner off of Cooper. Welcome back, Ranch Nation. Uh, always admire hanging out with you guys. Tell a friend about the show. Uh, certainly get on to your favorite podcast player where we're pretty much on all the podcasts out there if you miss bits and pieces of the show. Susie, this is tremendous when folks can get together uh, because it seems, I'm just going to say it, social media seems to have this. We're hiding behind the damn screen and we're, we're, we're trying to be really what we're not. Can I say that? Of is there is there can. a lot of that? And that's yeah. a terrible influence because there's a rage going on. There's a rage. People want a voice. And it seems like, okay, I see this going on over here. Five people got upset about this and mm-hmm. I'm going to voice and I'm going to vent. And at the end of the day, what are you doing for action? Right. The what call to you, action is important. What, so if your community has seen some changes, what are you doing for action? That's right. How many of you are actually taking action? Now you're saying, well, Frank, I want to, but I don't know how to. I don't know how to. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, one. if you're not, let's say you're not privy to connect with the municipalities or you feel that's out of reach, go to your local church. On any given Sunday, there's somebody there that has it worse off that needs help. True story. It is true story. Mm-hmm. And I bring up the story of my brother who seems to call me. And Pete, if you're listening, yes, you're going to hate me, but you are the perfect example. When you call somebody to vent and get angry and say, this dark cloud is always other people's problems. Always they did it to me. What are you doing to change it? What are you doing, man? So Mm -hmm. here it is now. City of Phoenix Police Department. They've got a program. And it wasn't easy to bring on the drag program. These programs just don't flick a switch. There's volunteer man hours. There are police officers that are spending time way above and beyond the pay. And this drag racing against gangs graffiti is making a huge difference in the community. Huge difference. If you're on the sidelines standing by and say, well, it's not my problem. It is your problem. We need to get involved. And if you want to get involved, drag team Org. We welcome back Officer Tearing, City of Phoenix Police Department, and Sergeant Woodruff. Woody, you still hanging out of Oxnard? Yes, 78 degrees out here. Oh, stop. Can we hang up? Can we hang up the phone? That's can we hang right. up on him? I We're mean, done. come on We're now. We're having a heat wave. We're having yeah, a heat We're wave. done. Well, I was just going to switch it over to Officer Tearing to talk about how the best weather we got is not... <laughs> We are, we, we are actually experiencing some monsoons, and I remind you guys to stay safe. Don't be a big shot and drive through the flooded area because you're late or something like that's going on. So make sure you guys prepare for that. Uh, Officer Tiering, you know, we talk about a, a program that is uh, making change, and you're graduating. What do you see the future of, of this program here in Phoenix? How, I mean, I'm sure you, you talk. There's, there's goal setting. There's, you know, uh, sort of these meetings. Where do you see this going? One kid at a time. That's actually the, the best way I can answer that. And if, if we have the opportunity and we can uh, start more classes and bring more officers on board and have a bigger impact, that's that's absolutely brilliant. Uh, our goal is to do everything we can with what we have. And uh, right now we've got 
one class that's that's rock solid. We have another one that we're starting up that's going to be uh, equally as impactful. And, and I'm I'm absolutely excited to be part of it. I, very selfishly, it's by far the best job I've ever had. The most rewarding. It's impactful uh, for me. I get I get as much out of it. I think as some of the students. We a, a quick story. If I may, sure. Uh, we had a student who was coming to our class, and he wore the same same drag team shirt every a couple of days a week. Every week is the only it, it appeared to be the only shirt he had. And so finally, one day we started. He didn't show up for school, so we reached out to him and just started to have that conversation. Myself and my instructor, um, who works for the school, and turned out he'd been living in a park. Uh, oh. And it was his dad decided that they couldn't they couldn't afford. Um, to live in the park, afford to live in the park. He had a job offer in New Mexico, so he left. Uh, the student didn't want to leave. And so my, uh, you know, we, my instructor helped him out, gave him, found him a place to live. Uh, not something that, you know, I ever thought I would be involved in, but really seriously impactful to that, to that student. And so he was able to stay in the school and stay in the drag program. And the reason he wanted to stay, the reason he didn't want to go, is because he wanted to be part of that program. And, you know, it's like... That's life-changing, yeah. Get the goosebumps yeah. just, just talking about it. But that's, I mean, that's, and that's real. That's not, there's no, you talk about everybody on social media and we see it. Uh, I have, I have young children. It's, it, let's be honest, it's fake. It's fake. It it's is. a lot of it is fake. And, but this impact of this program. That's the real deal. Real. Yeah. Um, wow. Sergeant Woodruff, I'm sure you, you've had stories impacting change. Um, these are above and beyond this, this sort of emotional connection. I bet you find a lot of your students that when they go through this program, there's a lot of hugging, there's a lot of loving, there's a lot of gratitude. And just that in itself, which was missing, these kids don't know what gratitude is. They're living day by day. And, and as, as society, we look at, oh, look at those gangbangers. Mm-hmm. Do we really know? Do we really know that this is a skin, a layer? Tap that layer away with some positivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarge, you're seeing some good stories that way. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, we've, we've, we've had so many different, like, kind, of, kind of every year you think, well, it couldn't get any better than that, and the next year something else will happen. But, I mean, we go anywhere from, uh, we had a couple of students come in late one day, you know, they kind of had the, the smell of marijuana on them. We brought them into the office. We had a big discussion, the right, the wrong, what you can and can't do. Uh, and then we said, okay, go back out to the shop. And they kind of looked at us in shock, like, well, you're supposed to kick us out of here, right? You're going to send us home, say we're bad. I'm like, no, you're going to go back in the shop because I know you're safe there. If I send you out of here, you're going to go back to the streets, and I don't know what you're going to do. So, what a great example. You, you, well, you're working. Uh, you're working. You don't want to, yeah. you know, and you know that sometimes these missteps um, – According to protocol, yes, this we got to let you go, yep. but right. that's the heart, man. You know, that's the heart and soul, and that's why we wanted to bring you guys on the show because, of course, we've we've highlighted drag. I think over a year ago, I have a question: Drag Las Vegas. That's another uh, component, yeah. Drag Love Las Vegas. That's been one of the ones that we've been trying to build for about two years now. Yeah, uh, but right now we got a lot of steam coming up, so we got. Uh, one of the officers out there, he's really, I mean, he's been with us for two years trying to keep this thing going, trying to start it. It's not easy, and man. It's a, it's a no. lot of, lot of uh, off-hour activity, and, and we certainly, uh, in fact, representing the community, we thank you both, man. Seriously. I mean, because this, this is stuff, sure, there's a lot of volunteerism we hear within the departments, but this is a special program. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I can't stand, you know, look, the people, they, they, they take some action. And if you're listening right now on the podcast, you're just you're in your underwear, listening to this thing, drinking coffee, whatever you're doing, get on to dragteam.org. You want to make change. The micro of our communities, not the macro. We listen to the news about what's happening at this level and that level. Pass the mail to your neighbor. Help these officers out. If you own a garage, pay it forward. They need help. So dragteam.org. One more time, we do want to highlight your upcoming Road to a Brighter Future Gala. Sarge, what can folks do right now to help out with that Road to a Brighter Future Gala that's coming up out there in uh, Oxnard? Well, on our site, you can go right to it, and you can end up, uh, you can become a sponsor, or you can end up buying a ticket if you're in the area, and you can actually attend the event. 
since we've been growing, this is going to be kind of considered our West Coast uh, event. And we're hoping, you know, in talks with Matt there, that you guys are going to have kind of our, our East Side uh, gala hopefully next year. I like so the way you break it up. Yeah. West Side, East Side. <laughs> Sounds, yeah. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> we were connected, just real quick, because we're going to wind the show down just in a minute. We were connected through Ken Vela. And I'm so grateful. We've done events out in California with Ranch Nation. And I'm looking forward to someday meeting you, man, and giving you a hug, brother, for all that you're doing for drag. A lot of, lot of great work. All right. Can't wait. Love we'll, the guys. we'll bring some microphones and... And know. remote wrench nation. <laughs> yeah, remote. We'll do a remote out. That's yeah, right. Well, there we go. I like yeah, it from yeah, the top. <laughs> yeah. There you have it, uh, Sergeant Woodruff of the Drag Racing Against Gangs and Graffiti. Uh, Officer Turek with City of Phoenix Police. Last parting words. Hey, you just got to you gotta check us out on Instagram at Drag Team. Uh, we got a lot of really cool stuff from uh, content we're building, video stuff to secret builds we got coming up for SEMA. Oh, so you're oh, secret. You're gonna we have to check it out. Oh, yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah, have yeah. the time to yeah. talk about the secret build. Yeah, you got to check it out. Sure enough, get on Instagram and certainly uh, we'll do our fair share on Wrench Nation to promote drag racing against gangs and graffiti. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining the show. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Right, thank you. Good job. Yeah, there you have it. Susie, this is positive. I like the positive I stuff. love this show. You know, with the with my leg issue, I, I, I've had some downtime, and I refuse to turn on the t- Like, my kids want to watch movies and stuff. Right, right. But I'm not I'm not hanging with You're the not news. going there. I'm not, like, so what have of, you been doing? Well, we, that's another show. Okay, then. We can't. We can't <laughs> we, that's another show. As always, man, we just so appreciate hanging with you guys, spending some of your time with the Wrench Nation Car Talk Show. We invite you, if you've got an automotive rock star, mechanic, technician, bodyman, paint, collision, student, we want to know about their story. Get on to wrenchnation.tv, tag in your email, and we'd love to highlight the good works of the automotive industry. As I tell you guys every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.